Welcome to One Time. Every moment is a story, though some stand out more than others. The times we remember, the times that have shaped us into who we are today. From powerful moments to life-changing events, these are your stories of happiness, sadness, peace and fear. Here is where you tell everyone about that one time. Today's story is titled Quiet and tells the sad tale of a person's journey through the passing of a loved one. My grandpa was a quiet man. He liked to listen and he liked to laugh. He wasn't the silent type. He'd be very involved in conversations. But there was something quiet about him. The way he looked at us with a smile on his face. The peace in the room whenever he was there. Being around him was a kind of beautiful quiet. Even in the loudest room. He was the kind of person you took one look at and you knew. That's a good man. He has a kind soul. Growing up, Grandpa was my role model. He was who I wanted to be. Calm, comforting, kind, liked by everyone. It was him who taught me the foundation of what it meant to be a good man, and every effort I take in life is to become half the man he was. Grandpa was having the health issues you would expect from an older man. But he always pulled through. He was strong and even when I was told to prepare for the worst, I never truly believed it. He always pulled through. And we would visit him to see that smile. The smile that would make the room quiet and bright. So when I got the call that he was in hospital again, it didn't strike me the way I wish it had. Grandpa will be fine, I thought. He always is. When I arrived at the hospital, my family was already there. My relationship with my family was shaky, but our troubles were put aside in a time like this. Grandpa was asleep in the bed, and my grandma was talking to my mum moving around and keeping busy. I was worried about him. Normally by the time I arrived, he would have woken up. But he was still sleeping. People were talking at regular volume and moving things around. I noticed there was a light bedding laid out on the floor beside him. My grandma had spent the previous night with him on the floor. That had never happened before. The room was loud and grandpa needed his rest. As gently as I could, not wanting to be rude, I hushed everyone. Let's be careful not to wake grandpa, I said. He needs sleep. My grandma stopped and looked at my mum, who then looked at me. He's not going to wake up, she said. 
He's been put into an induced coma. I didn't understand what that meant. Why would they choose to do that? My mum continued. It's so he can be comfortable until he passes. I didn't know what to do with myself. My mind was clashing between anger that I hadn't been told, left here thinking he was merely sleeping, and the disbelief that he would never reopen his eyes. I can't remember what was said after that. I'm sure we spoke a little more, but all I can remember is calmly escaping into the bathroom, where I could let out the cluster of heavy broken breaths aching to escape my chest. I was grieving, angry, shocked, devastated. But my pride stopped me from showing it in front of my family. Instead, I stood in the center of the bathroom, quietly streaming tears, whispering my thoughts aloud and forcing control over my breathing. I splashed my face with cold water and emerged from the bathroom, ignoring the worried looks from my mother. I took a seat and participated in what everyone was here for. Together with the family, I waited. I've never been good at goodbyes, even now. And this is the part of the story where I reveal one of my deepest, deepest regrets. There was no telling how long it would take for my grandpa to gently pass away. And each moment I sat there, I grew more and more uncomfortable. I'm a person who fixes things. I solve problems. To sit here and wait for an inevitable tragic result, to me, was pain. So I did something I truly wish I hadn't. I left. With the excuse of study, I left the hospital and I went home. Perhaps a part of me still felt it wasn't the end, and I would hear the usual good news that he was going to be okay. But it wasn't an expectation of good news that drove me to leave. It was denial. Maybe even cowardice. And it cost me his last hour. From my empty home I received the call, and I was picked up to be taken to the hospital. And there he was. I look back at that moment as one of the most significant single moments in my life. It was nothing like I had expected. Nothing like it seemed in the movies. Seeing someone you love so dearly lying there without breath, or movement, or future. Life here, reality itself, was empty. The room was full of people. They were hugging, crying, talking softly. Many people were hugging me and I knew I was also crying. But here, right now, all of this, everyone and everything, was quiet. There was no sound. It was silence at an impossible spectrum. 
though where there was sound around me, it was there and not there. Stolen from my world, this space had an absence about it, as if time itself had held its breath. However long we stayed in that room is unknown to me. I grieved with my family, hugged and cried, all within the silence. His watch was given to me, and I waited to be the last in the room, when I would leave a kiss on his forehead and whisper my love for him. Then, as I was called out of the room, and I stepped into the hallway, the veil was left behind. The busy life of the hospital wing registered in my ears. The silence was gone. After parting with my family, I came to my girlfriend, who asked me if I was okay. I lied, and I said I was, and we hugged. She kept her arms around me, and we stood there together, outside in the night air. She didn't say anything. She just held me. <laughs> 